Right, now we're going to cross to Maggie Tweedy, who has got Nelson on the line. Thanks, Mark. Indeed we are. Joanne Firestone has been connecting South Islanders with storytellers for more than two decades. She was inspired by The Moth, a podcast that has recorded thousands of true stories where guests stand alone under a spotlight with only a microphone and a room of strangers. She and a handful of friends have created a series called Count Stories, a place to unearth narratives and preserve tales of Aotearoa which will be unfolding in front of a live audience at Nelson Arts Festival next Wednesday. And it's actually become so popular locally that it's already sold out. This year's theme is Arrivals and Departures, a nod to stories that reveal endings and beginnings. Kia ora, Joanne. Welcome to Culture 101. Kia ora. Thanks, Maggie. Great to be here. You are originally from East Bay in San Fran. Tell me the story of the fisherman who reeled you into Aotearoa. (laughs) What a great metaphor. Yeah, our paths crossed in a place called Mill Valley. And um, I met him at a, at a time when I had decided that I was going to immigrate to Australia. I maybe made that decision four or five days before I met him. And um, yeah, things just kind of changed. Uh, I decided to go to Stewart Island instead just for three months, right? And I stayed for almost seven years. <laughs> And the rest is history. Your stories are how we really make sense of the world, aren't they? And there's no better format than stories for radio. You know, of course, a, a live talk in front of a seated audience, there's a, a universal appeal in hearing someone's story as well. And with any conversation, there are some that really leave a lasting impression. Can you share a memorable guest who sat on the couch and whose story is really stuck with you, Joanne? You know, there's a lot. <laughs> there really, there there are many. Um, you know, this is probably an opportunity to mention that back in 2014, I teamed up with Marion Street, who was a Labour um, list MP representing Nelson at the time, and we did a got together, did a fundraiser, Couch Stories, for the Labour Party. Her her part, Marion Street's part, was to get people who were currently in government uh, with the Labour Party. My part was to get local people who were in local government. So uh, Jacinda Ardern was one of our storytellers. So was Chris Hipkins. Um, And, you know, like, how many people in their lives meet two people that were prime ministers in New Zealand? It's not many. <laughs> yeah, it's quite an interesting concept, really, uh, being able to, to get them, scoop them up early on in their political careers. And it probably resonates with you on a wider level, because being from the States, it's probably not something you ever imagined, having a couple of world leaders with you on the couch. Exactly. With no secret service. Exactly. Um, yeah. And, you know, Jacinda had a trench coat on, a belted uh, tan-colored trench coat. And underneath was a uh, walking costume that her grandmother used to wear. Uh, She was in sort of, you know, some kind of walking group. That story and Chris Hipkin's story are on our website, which is couchstories.co.nz, under the, um, uh, from the archive yeah, and I do recommend people go and listen back. She's quite an extraordinary storyteller, and it gives you a little bit of an insight into some of her family history as well. And do you kind of pinch yourself sometimes thinking about some of the people that you have shared the stage with? 
Uh, yeah, I do. You know, like, I think the pinching of myself, Maggie, really occurs when I think about all the yeses that I get. You know, I'm just, I'm just tapping people on the shoulder. Um, people who I recognize can tell a pretty good story. Uh, and then I ask them if they'd be interested in doing couch stories. And the number of people who say yes always, always amazes me. Um, yeah, it's just, I don't know, it's, it's, it's real brave. And it's a true personal story. And there are no pictures and there's no notes. And they step up to a microphone in a room with people who are strangers, but also people who are really familiar. You know, this is Nelson. <laughs> it's not a huge town. Mm. And, um, you know, there's one person in Nelson who has run away from me, literally. Um, and, I, and I only, I was just going to tell him about a couch stories that was coming up. I wasn't going to ask him to be in couch hey, stories. But, hey, yeah. Well, he was afraid that it was going to be a couch stories, you know, invite. And off he went. Yep. <laughs> well, and it, there must be quite a large element of vulnerability there because it, the approach is really simple. And yes. for that reason, it obviously really sings and resonates with people. You've, you've got a pretty big following uh, in terms of... Uh, a local platform, but then there's also the idea of the couch itself, and there are there are many connotations with that piece of furniture, aren't there? A lot of people download on the couch, you recline back. Um, people go to therapy and lie back on the couch, don't they? So do you do you think sometimes once people actually get up there, they become a little bit more relaxed because it's not like you're standing behind a podium necessarily. Do you know the whole couch thing? It's interesting. It was weird, kind of at at first when we were first doing the show, because people imagined, everybody imagined that the story would be told with somebody sitting on the couch, right? Mm-hmm. And that was not the setup. Um, you know, people had to vacate the couch and come up to a standing mic. Um, yeah, so there is this comfort thing. You know, there is a comfortableness. We, we try to design the stage like it's your lounge, you know, really simple. Um, I, you know, I think people in the audience can imagine that atmosphere, you know, of sitting around the lounge and telling stories. Yeah, it's it's quite an extraordinary thing being able to chronicle people's stories. It's a real privilege to have a bank and be able to reflect on. Do you feel like you are kind of preserving local stories in a way? Is that how you view your role? Not originally, but I do now. Yeah, yeah. There's a huge archive of um, of stories and storytellers and people well known here in Nelson. People well known in the country um, as well. So, yeah, I I feel really privileged to be able to access that, um, you know, and to be able to have a platform, you know, where other people can listen to those stories as well, you know, where they where they can spread. Yeah, I'm very I'm really proud of that, and that wasn't something that was in the initial thinking of couch stories. Um, yeah, thanks for bringing that up. It's, that's a really good part of what we do. And what have you got planned for Wednesday? Because obviously not everybody can come in uh, the Nelson Tasman region because it's it's already sold out. So can you give us I a know. little bit of a flavour of, of what we can expect up on stage? 
Well, I can. Uh, I've heard about five or six stories. We do a. Um, we offer a, a workshop, um, kind of almost like a one-on-one storytelling workshop for people who have volunteered to tell their story for um, arrivals and departures. I think one of the things that's really amazing to me is on Wednesday night, as far as I know, there's one story that is a travel story. And the title actually suggests that they might all be, or quite a number of them would be. But, as, you know, I'm pretty sure there's only going to be be one. And this is the thing that, um, I don't know, just kind of always fascinates me about couch stories, just the way in which a theme is really subjectively interpreted by the person who is going to share their experience. They're never the same. And they they broaden the theme, if you know what I mean. You know, they it, it becomes less literal um, in, in the way that it's interpreted by the person who's going to tell a story. So I, I can tell you that on Wednesday night, for the people who are unfortunately not going to be there, we actually need a bigger venue. There's going to be a story about a breech birth. Um, there's going to be uh, a story about this wild trip. This is this is a trip story from um, Killington, Vermont, to Alaska, uh, and trying to trying to leave. <laughs> uh, her story is 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 a real departure story, and there's going to be a story about um, the courthouse and the leaving, the arriving, and the departures that happen at the local courthouse um, here in Nelson. So that's just a little, a little taste. Yeah, it's incredibly broad. You're hitting local and you're hitting overseas. Uh, there are many subjects to cover. Uh, and like we say, yeah, stories are really how we do make sense of the world. Thank you for the work that you've done doing local story mining, Joanne. A pleasure to talk. Thank you, Maggie. Thanks so much.